0: Welcome, everybody. It's time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center. Join us as we celebrate and explore the richness of this thriving community and the real stories of the real people. Who make it so special because our community is your community, right? Does our host John
1: Gutierrez? Yes, our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, where our community is your community. Thank you for joining us today. We have a special guest today, Mr. Ruben Franco, who's the president and CEO of the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. He's also the center director of the uh, SBDC, that's part of our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and he's also the chairman of our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Education Foundation. Welcome, Mr. Ruben Franco. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. We want to briefly go into a little bit about who is Mr. Ruben Franco. Uh, can you share with us a little bit about who you are, your family? Um, just give us a little insight for those of us that don't you know, know you very well that are listening.
2: Okay. Was born in East L.A., grew up in Bell and Huntington Park, Southeast L.A., went to University of California at Los Angeles, UCLA. Go Bruins! I'm a proud, yeah, (laughs) proud Bruin. Our family moved down to Orange County 20 years ago, and we love it down here. I raised my kids basically here. Lauren was only four years old. Jack was only six weeks old when we moved down here. Didn't have a lot of connections in Orange County since I grew up in L.A. County, and got involved with the Orange County Hispanic Chamber because I needed something to kind of... I was a banker by trade and needed to network and get to know people, and it was probably the best thing I've, I've ever done, is getting involved with the Chamber. Just from a banker side, now as a, a CEO of the Chamber, um, just the great people we get to meet and work with, it's been amazing. And just a little bit about my family. Um, I have my wife, Annette. I have a daughter, Lauren, who went to NY. Went to OSHA here, so she's a singer, actress. Uh, went to NYU, graduated from NYU two years ago. Nice. Now working for the Department of Justice.
1: Oh, that's great. Uh,
2: yeah, and she's uh, still acting and singing though. That's she great. She still has an agent. She still, still does that. That's still a passion. It's her, her passion, herbs. huh? still her passion. And, nice. she's, and she's good at it. She's really, she's a good actress, and you know, so we'll see. Um, Great
1: young lady. We've met her several times at our Stray Awards where she sang, right? Yeah. She's been singing
2: there since she was 10 years old. And Jack,
1: he's just, he's Mr. Do-It-All. He's always around the chamber. He is. Such a great attitude. Such a great young man.
2: Yeah, he's going to Saddleback College taking film. He's really interested in film. Wow, he's at
1: Saddleback College already?
2: Yeah, he's at Saddleback Yeah, way too fast.
1: Yes, because you've been Uh, with the chamber how many years, Ruben?
2: That's a good question. Well, I've been in Orange County for 20 years so almost 20 years, almost 11 years now as CEO. Wow. So, yeah. What
1: would you say that's that's evolved or changed throughout these years that you've been involved doing what you do in the community? I grew up in L.A. County,
2: so there's difference. And, you know, L.A. County is, is big. It's if you look at Orange County on a map mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the state, we're yes. actually physically a tiny county, even though we're bigger than 22 states, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the nice thing about Orange County is that people like to collaborate here mm-hmm. you know not everybody wants to be the head person people want to work together and I've just noticed that about the county itself you know as a as a chamber we get to collaborate with all the universities we're here on campus here at UCI that's but right we, we have a great relation with Cal State Fullerton that was a campus we were on on the south campus that's right that's right but we have a great relation with Chapman Laverne Concordia, Vanguard all the community colleges here The superintendent of education is on our advisory board. That's right. Dr. Al Maharas. So, education is one of our pillars. We have three pillars, basically. So, we have advocacy, we advocate on behalf of our businesses. We'll go up to Sacramento. One of our legislative committee chair, Eddie Marquez, was just up in Sacramento. He just flew back uh, last night, and he was there for a conference. And he was there the prior week, too, for a conference. So, we're very active in Sacramento. I serve on the board of the USHCC, United States Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I will be in D.C. next week for our legislative conference meeting, with which
1: which basically means for a lot of small businesses or businesses of all sizes. Right, anytime they get into a jam, right, members, non-members, they want to become members. They can pretty much reach out to you, right, and our organization and say, "Hey, I'm having these challenges. Right. Am I correct? And can you help me with these challenges?" Well, we
2: we usually have a connection somewhere, right, right. to be able to help somebody. We're in all 34 cities here in the county, so each city. You know, have different council people, different mayors, different city managers. Mm-hmm. So it can be unwieldy as a, as a business. You know, what are the regulations? What are the things that you need to be certified for? What are the things that you need to do or licenses that you need to do business in a certain city? And so even though we're countywide, we deal a lot with the different cities as well. And we try to be a resource to all of our businesses and, and just our community itself. That's why I think the podcast, you know, kind of says it all with the name, the title of it is because we are involved in our community. It's not We're not just a chamber that deals with business, we deal with advocacy, education's one of our other pillars. Right. It's very important to us. We started a youth chamber 14 years ago. which
1: and, is growing so strong. And
2: it c- continues to grow. And what's interesting about that is that we, we created it with just the intent of helping students, giving scholarships and helping these students be out in the field. And I tell these students, I said, look, when I was 18 or 19 years old going to UCLA, I didn't get to meet all these people, you know, that you get to meet. You know, the resources, the, the, right? resources. the connections. You get to meet somebody from OC Hospice or US Bank or mm-hmm. Wells Fargo or mm-hmm. Disney or, you know, captains of industry. That or, great
1: mentorship, uh, yeah, right?
2: nonprofit leaders and stuff like that. You know, usually when you're that age, you know, you're on an island. You're at your school. You you got your head down. You're studying, but we're trying to get these students just more exposure to corporate America, nonprofits, to just the kind of the structure. So. When they do graduate, they are ready. They're going to hit the ground running, ready to go out on the marketplace. So that's that's huge for them and for us. What we've also done, though, and it wasn't our intent is with that program, is that we have a bench. We have a very strong bench. We have people behind us to replace our board members, to replace me, to replace others as leaders, right? So we have some people who were here 14 years ago, starting as our first, that are now running— their own business, they're high up in the profession. Yeah, he's running his own nonprofit. We've
1: talked about actually right. having him on the show, right? I, you know, that's, exa-
2: that's exactly right. It's just an amazing process when you think about it. We have just some great stars out there, yes, that have gone through it, you know, 14 years later that are, you know, working for Pepsi or working for US Bank or working for Wells Fargo, working for Union, I mean, it's just amazing. The, I've always the students- told
1: people, as you know, Isis, who works for us, right? Isis Calimario, yeah. works for our OC Hospice, and she's our Director of Volunteer yeah. Services. She came from a lot right. of those roots that yeah. you're talking about. When we met her and she joined our team, yeah. you could see how well polished and skilled she was coming from yeah. from all of you, you know, being from the youth chamber right. to working at the chamber, right? Yeah. And so it, she's a perfect example of uh, what these programs are doing for the youngsters. And so I think it's important that people realize that the youth chamber is a very important component to the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And that you advocate also for trying to help them continue to grow right, right in the mentorship program. Now, scholarships... Right. They also receive yeah. scholarships, something There's you mentioned. There's also
2: scholarships. And we keep increasing that every year. We get great funding from mm-hmm. different groups like, you know, Experian and U.S. Mm-hmm. Bank. And, and the golf tournament. Wells and right? the golf tournament that mm-hmm. uh, you're very involved in and helping, helping put out. And we want to continue to grow that. We want to we be able to give out at some point 100000 or 200000 in scholarships every year. So we want to keep growing that because we think it's important here. You know, yeah, in Orange County.
1: Speaking of the golf tournament and these signature events, can you go into a little bit of, of the signature events that the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce does every year? Uh, you know, what they are, what they're about, because I think for a lot right. of people viewing for the first time or listening to us, right. they don't know, right? So what what are these events? What are they about?
2: Well, we have the Estrella Awards coming up actually on May 7th at mm-hmm. the Disneyland, the beautiful Disneyland Grand Ballroom. It's a fantastic Grand Ballroom. We run the biggest or have the biggest black tie Latino event in the county mm-hmm. and we've been doing it for it'll be our 27th or 28th wow. year I think it is yeah. for for Estrella we get different corporations we get captains of industry we get a lot of nonprofit leaders we get a lot of elected officials yes. there to this event and we we award people who've done great things in the community we, you know whether it's corporate responsibility or an education award or a volunteer award a lifetime achievement award there's some really neat awards that we get to recognize people who've been there doing stuff all the time not just you know not just one year or two years but been doing it their whole lifetime in, in many cases and
1: it's a great networking event and it's a say? great
2: it's a great networking event mm-hmm. it's a beautiful facility mm-hmm. we have you know some entertainment and there's and then there's mm-hmm. after that's over there's dancing and yes. everything until midnight so <laughs> so it's a it's that's a, what
1: I, I hear a lot from people that yeah. that the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is a family right it's right. not just business where there is a family, it's a, these great networking events. Right. And I know after the Estrella Awards, normally there's also the SBA, SBDC, right?
2: Well, we, we usually yeah. do on behalf of the SBA, mm-hmm. and we've, we've been part of the SBA for many years, and I was a lender for SBA, okay. being a banker. What is the
1: SBA for people listening? Small the Business First?
2: Administration. Okay. So in, in the last two years, the Small Business Administration has just mm-hmm. amazing work, right? They've, they had to, to get out the idle loans, mm-hmm. which are the economic disaster loans that yes. a lot of businesses needed to survive the PPP loans they needed mm-hmm. and you know the money that's on the street now to help businesses survive is just amazing it really it really is it never really happened before usually when you do SBA disaster loans it's for a true disaster not a financial disaster but you know like hurricane katrina or something like that and they have that available and still available but the last 2 years has just the economic impact on businesses has been amazing so they've had to step up and what we typically do yearly and we have we haven't done it because of covid the last few years is the small business awards on behalf of the sba okay and we get to honor small businesses that have done great work mm-hmm. in the community and we usually have that at the Disneyland and grand ballroom too mm-hmm. because it can hold you know up to 1100 people we've had like
1: over- i've been to both of those events no. Stray awards the sba they're great events great yeah. networking opportunities yep. for people listening definitely you know visit the website ochcc.org as we're talking about the events the other thing i wanted to get into a little bit is what would you say keeps you motivated on a daily basis as the president and ceo of such a great organization
2: yesterday i had i was having lunch with dean williamson who's the dean here of the of the business school here at uci that keeps me motivated i get to meet just some great great people mm-hmm. who are really concerned about making orange county a, even a better community, and I think Orange County is a fantastic community. It's a great place to raise your kids, great place to work, live, and play. But you know, there's also challenges too. You know, what our, what's our workforce going to look like? Housing is a, is an issue. Homelessness can be an issue. It's, it's grown a little bit here. Unfortunately, there's so there's some issues all over. I had a football coach who used to say, you, you either get better or you get worse, you can't stay the same. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not constantly working on getting better, mm-hmm. then you're actually going backwards.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We need to constantly work on that, and we do. And so, that I think that's that's exciting. And all the businesses we get to help on a daily basis,
1: you said some challenges that you've been having. You know, it's interesting, wouldn't you say that you're obviously everybody's hearing and seeing that a lot of businesses are having the, the challenge of hiring staff or finding yeah. people, right? And I think the chamber has instilled a job board, right? Yep. So what is this? What What does it do for the businesses out there that are listening, right? Which well, is a connection to who we are and mm-hmm. to our members and beyond
2: our members, our community. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking to hire and, you know, this is this is not going to be an easy fix for anything. There's not going to be in, anything instantaneous of getting people back to work, getting the right staffing levels and stuff like that. this is a phenomenon we haven't we haven't seen in our lifetime. And that's actually how I got my start with the chamber was hmm. volunteering and we ran a um, job fair, was very successful, you know, did really well. Then they asked me to be on the board and then, you know, I've become CEO over the last 11 years. So that's why, you so know, you I
1: started involved as a volunteer, a volunteer, yeah, wow. just volunteering. That's great for young kids to hear this, right? Because so often professors in college say that these young, I was just reading an article the other day that professors are continuously tell these young kids in college, hey, volunteer, get involved, right? Because it's going to open doors for you. And so you were talking about our youth chamber earlier. A right. lot of those kids get involved in some of our events. They volunteer, right? They help out at Australia right. Awards or whatever it is, the golf tournament. And so that's that's interesting that you said you were volunteering. What would you say to somebody listening for the first time that that the chamber can be as a platform for them. What would you say to them listening for the first time?
2: Well let me just go to your point on on Mm -hmm. volunteering real quick. You know, I tell students that, you know, volunteer at a higher level. Like a lot of people want to network. Mm -hmm. You pass out their business card and do that kind of if you volunteer or become a board member somewhere for a nonprofit, Mm -hmm. that's a higher level. You're getting to meet just some amazing people. I was on the board of Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and that board was filled with just amazing people on it. I learned a lot being on that board. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing that I can learn in a book, nothing I can learn in a school or university, but from being on that board, just the questions that were asked. Mm-hmm. And so we're having an initiative with the chamber, actually, because we get calls almost weekly on, we need more Hispanics on our board, you know, mm-hmm. nonprofit boards and stuff. Our service, we're servicing 50%, 75% of the clientele we serve as our nonprofit is Hispanic. Mm -hmm. But there's a mismatch. We don't have enough Hispanic board members Mm -hmm. to kind of help guide that way. So we're going to lead that effort. We're going to help create an environment where we can pull some of our students and others, Mm -hmm. or corporations too, who want their people to be involved in the community. This is a, a high way of doing it, a big, big plus of doing it. So we're going to lead that effort.
1: That's interesting you mentioned the board. How many board members? You want to share a little bit about that the board. I know there's an advisory board. For people listening for the first time, right. what are their roles? What do they do, both groups?
2: Right. So we have a we have a full board, uh, governing board mm-hmm. for the chamber. It's made up of about 25 individuals, mm-hmm. great individuals, and that's the they have fiduciary responsibility for the governance of of our chamber, right? Okay. We also have a foundation board that has the same thing for the foundation. So there's a separate that's a five oh one C three, the okay. chambers of five oh one C six.
1: Okay. So and two different organizations two different organizations. Support for people listening, right? right? Two, two different di- organizations. Two,
2: but in two different boards. Yes. And so they they have fiduciary and governing responsibility. And then we have an advisory board, and that's not they don't have that responsibility day to day, but that's made up of some very serious players. We have the former SBA administrator, we have the former treasurer of the United States. We have Gaddy Vasquez, who was a U.N. ambassador. And we hope to have Bush, him as a guest here one day. we talked Bush about administration. that. Um, yes. We have just, you know, just some amazing people on our advisory board. Mm-hmm. And they're the type of people that, you know, they're so busy, and mm-hmm. they sit on so many different boards. You know, we don't need them to come to any type of meeting, but I was on the phone with Gaddy yesterday, actually, and those are somebody we can just call up, hey, we're having this issue with something, and they can help us. Yeah, And that's the kind of advisory board we have, and we want to continue to... To grow and build so we're so, very blessed with that
1: i think it's interesting because you're t- really talking about different layers right oh yeah you've got like the youth chamber then you've got members then you got board members then you got advisory board then you got you know huge community leaders right so there's a lot of layers to the chamber yeah,
2: nonprofits are a lot more complex than people people think they are i mean i've been on you know i still serve on the board of the la mission up on skid row and you're fun, you get funding, but you yeah. still need re- rely on volunteers. You rely on your board. Yes. You know, you can't make that up. It's not like a corporation where you can just pay everybody, whatever. You you do rely on people stepping up and helping out, and that's and that's good. And you know, what? like our third pillar, well, I'll, I'll just tell you sure. real quick, is uh, economic development. And we do that through our Small Business Development Center. And so that's where we can help somebody start a business, which makes us kind of unique as a chamber, right? We don't just have members, we're creating our own members through helping them start a business. We have what's called the Finance Center. Mm-hmm. So we help, you know, my background is banking, so that fits really well into what I do. So I lead that effort with Craig Russell and our other consultants, and all this consulting just for people who, who yeah. haven't heard it before, we don't charge anything for it. We get it through our grants from the SBA, from the governor's office. That partnership. from Yeah, from <laughs> banks like Wells and U.S. Bank and Comerica and others that help us fund that, and there's no cost for it. So Mm -hmm. if you came to me and said, hey, Ruben, I want to help you help me start a business. Like, we can help you do that. I need you to help me with funding for the business. We can help you do that. I want to connect to Disney or Honda or some of your bigger members from a possible contract we can help you do that. We can help you get the certifications. A lot of ha- resources. A lot of resources like that. Mm-hmm. So that's one of, like, you asked me what's one of the best things I get to do every day. It's things like that, you know, because we get to help a lot of people on that's a great. day-to-day basis. It's not just, you know, we're a 24-7 operation, to be honest with you. It's not just showing up to a mixer anymore. We're not your daddy's uh, <laughs> chamber anymore. It's <laughs> it's really morphed into uh, more of a leadership organization doing... A lot of
1: different things. Definitely takes a lot of work and energy, right? It does. Mm-hmm. It and I, does. I know we've got five seconds of producers over here. Uh, five minutes, I'm sorry. Five, <laughs> he's, minutes, he's five yelling, minutes. He's yelling He's yeah. like, let's get it going. Um, okay. Thank you so much, Paul, and, and of course, OC Talk Radio for having us here at the studio. Yeah, it's cool. This has been Great awesome. Great facility. Yeah. Um, you know, Ruben, I just want to thank you for all you do in the community as a, as a leader. Uh, what advice would you give any young leader out there that's listening to you right now?
2: Well, I heard this from... Um, Frank Robinson, he's not the former uh, baseball player, but Frank, but Frank Robinson works for Union Bank, and his dad told him, be the most positive person in the room. And so I always use that with Frank I That's and I, I give Frank credit for saying it, but when I tell young people, be the most pop because not everybody's positive. A lot of people walk around like Eeyore, you know, and just like, but it's one thing you could do.
0: You yes. know, that
2: you're a very positive person. Like, you always have a smile. People sense that. And they want to hang out with you. People, you know, they don't want to hang out with curmudgeons and, and stuff like <laughs> that. I mean, so I, don't, I yeah. don't. You know, right?
1: especially come out of the pandemic, man. We just want to be around good people. You want to be positive around good
2: people. people. You want to be around positive people. Yes. You know, fun people, happy people people who don't suck the life force out of you, but bring you energy. Right. And so I think that's what we do at the chamber. I think we have a lot of great people like you and our board members and and stuff. And we want to work with, you know, those type of people. Life's too short to just be dealing with people who don't have a good attitude. But that's I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard. You know, and so Frank, I give Frank a lot of credit for for telling that. And we and all of our young people should be doing that because that's not always the case.
1: Well, we want to thank you for all you do. We want to thank you for joining us on the show here. I know in the future, Ruben might also be interviewing some some key guests of ours. We want to go ahead and remind everybody that, again, we'll be on next Wednesday. We're going to have a surprise guest. We're not going to tell you who it is. It's going to be a big, big day. And we want to invite everybody to, of course, follow us at OCHCC.org, which is our, our Chamber website, our Orange County Hispanic Chamber website. And, of course... Estrella Awards coming up May 7th, right?
2: May 7th, mm-hmm. the golf tournament, April or August 30th, excuse me. Yes. And then uh, we'll keep you posted on all the other events we have coming up. As we come in out of the yeah. pandemic and COVID, we will have definitely have more in-person stuff.
1: Yeah. So. The other thing is on Instagram, there's a link there. They can click on all the different stuff right. that we've got going on. So feel right. free to go to Instagram, OCHCC, and follow us there. Follow all of our social media. and I'll Share this video because we, we hope this video will also provide a lot of good information to people in the community thank you for being here ruben again like we always said at our podcast show here community is your community uh wishing everybody a great day we'll see you next week folks
2: thank you thank you thanks for having me
0: well that's going to wrap it up for this edition of meet our community Our community podcast brought to you by, powered by the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Specifically, the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center.